Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome officially to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I'm very excited for um, for this, and um, I'm just going to. There we go. Um, yeah, I'm really. This has been the longest couple of weeks I think we've all experienced because we are feeling every second. You know, there's not as much just happening in the background they're they're most of our day we're so very used to it being 90 percent habit so we're not really consciously aware of it and right now we have invited in almost every minute of our day into our awareness which then can expand and elongate our, our perception of time and um I find that fascinating, number one, because I find all things like that fascinating. And it's something I think that we need to talk about more and talk about the 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 impact of um, these shifts that we're making or what's, again, what's being sort of brought into our awareness. So the premise of this podcast is um, to really address the fact that right now we are, a lot of us are feeling a lot of role overwhelm where we had done a really great job of organizing our lives into pockets of time and space and now everything is layered on top of each other so all the pieces of me are happening simultaneously in the same space which is from a boundary standpoint a little muddy so a lot of us who um, had done really well at uh, compartmentalizing, and I say that lovingly, even though being compartmentalized is not something I'd, I'd like for myself, um, but it's really shining a light on or pulling the Band-Aid off uh, where we actually have boundaries and where we don't and where we thought we did. Um, but really it was more of a time or space boundary that existed. And so now we're having to really acknowledge and set energetic boundaries um, in, a, in a whole different way. And so that is why, that's part of the reason why I'm so very excited to have uh, Lindsay as our guest today. Um, Lindsay is, for me, sort of this energetic beacon. And when I, when I think of you, when I think of her, I, it, like it shifts me and um, I'm not the only one. Like every time I've said her name and you're, if you know her, you're going to go, uh-huh. You say her name and people go, oh, Lindsay. Oh, right. She's so great. Whenever I'm around her, I just feel, you know, and um, so I'm, I'm super, super excited to share you with the world today. So thank you for joining me. My friend, welcome. I'm going to unmute you. 
there you are. Hi. Hi. Fast at giving introductions, eh? Like, <laughs> your heart. Like, I feel you can get anybody right at that level when you're talking to them. It's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lindsay, the facets of you are many and, and woven. <laughs> and um, I'm, I would not do you justice to try to list out. So maybe just let everybody know a little bit about you and, and sort of how you are sharing yourself with the world these days. Yeah, cool. Um, it's interesting because I was kind of thinking of like what a couple sentence bio would be. And I'm like, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, I believe in being like the hyphen, hyphen, hyphen person. So it's like manage a yoga studio, hyphen, I do energy work hyphen, I have a farm, hyphen, I do this, I do this. Like, I just think life's meant to be, it's born. Who you are, what you can do, and it's not necessarily just to one thing. And I think some of the things that have unfolded in my life and brought me to where I am today just came out of pure curiosity. Um, I was doing some house cleaning as I'm sure some of you have maybe done lately. <laughs> um, and I came across um, a folder with like all of my certifications and like my journey into like the energy medicine world. And it was um, just over 10 years ago that I took a workshop that was called Linking Awareness. So I moved up here from London, Ontario. London, Ontario is my hometown. Um, and then our neighbor was running a workshop at her place and linking awareness was all about what they called intercellular communication. So communicating at the nonverbal level. Um, and so you could use that to connect with our beautiful furry beings or scaly beings or feathery beings. Um, you could use it to connect with infants. You could use it to connect with um, nonverbal adults, um, seniors. It just was a layer where you learn a meditation where you would set up um, a space within your heart and you learn how to communicate from there. And so I remember taking, and the workshop was awesome because you could bring your animal with you. So I took, I'll show you this guy. He was like much younger at the time. He was two. <laughs> um, and I remember going to that workshop and I was like, I don't even think this exists, let alone, I don't think that I can do it if it does exist. And I think that's where a lot of my world and my reality and what I held as truths up until that point completely like just went out the window because it was the most, it was like a fairy tale movie. It was the most fascinating workshop that I've ever been to and then on top of it you do all these practical experiences where like I'm connecting to somebody else's animal and they're connecting to mine and then we share that connection and like it's bang on what the other people are picking up and so once I jumped into there um the world just unfolded with me I learned so yeah you'll see everybody kind of make a camera appearance so one thing I've learned doing some virtual things now um, my animals love being on camera more than I do. <laughs> um, I jumped into energy work because it's a really cool modality that you can work with with animals. Um, that was my huge passion. Um, but I had to certify on people first. And that was a pretty lengthy experience. And after 
going through that and engaging with people that way, I was like, oh, people are really fun too. And then often people and animals have a huge entanglement, especially if there are crew that's living with us. A little bit different when you connect wild animals. Um, and so now I work with families, crews, individuals, both four-legged, two-legged, um, and I work on an energy level. I also teach yoga um, at Retreat Yoga and Wellness, and I now am doing some stuff virtually online. I have another business with a tremendous soul. Her name's Kaylee, but we have Soul Set Yoga, where we run workshops, retreats, and yoga teacher training. Um, so it's just kind of like, these are all things that if you would have asked me however many years ago, oh, do you think you'd do this? I'd be like, no. And it's just unfolded. And I think the great thing is I've been able to be in a place where I listen or I at least am open enough to see what happens and if that's something that resonates with me. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm always fascinated by <clears throat> the, you know, the steps of the journey and, and the impetus or the you know, if you're thinking about the hero's journey, you know, the part where you fall on your face. So tell me about how you knew or what transpired to sort of open you up and allow you to receive this, that initial workshop, because I, I can appreciate that before that time was hard no on all that woo woo, whatever, right? Just um, the, our, our belief systems and our experiences and our perception and all that. So what do you think was that switch moment where um, you, you could be, you, number one, you said yes to go to that. And that was probably in itself a shift, but what was sort of happening in your world? Where were you at? What transpired there? Um, well, I think one of the big things that happened was before that workshop, unfolded. Uh, my neighbor who obviously hosted the workshop is an energy practitioner. Um, and with moving up here, I was definitely feeling, um, I guess you could say like the different emotions of like, this isn't where I grew up. I couldn't just go and hang out with someone. I couldn't just, it just was that transition of like finding a new home and a new group of people and that kind of thing too. And then I'm also, why well, was also the type of person that if I was feeling off, I would be pretty hard on myself. Like, oh, you're fine. You should feel fine. Get over it. That kind of thing. But I just couldn't move over or move through some of like the heaviness and just the different feelings that were coming up. Mm -hmm. And my neighbor was like, well, do you want to try a session? And I was like, okay, sure. Like, why not? Um, and after that session, I felt tremendous like I felt like a 50 pound weighted vest of like emotions just like and like I was like I have no idea what she did like she explained some things but like from a consciousness perspective of like understanding like how I felt before and then how I felt after just like blew my mind and I think it's one of the things that I always try to strive to be is curious um, try not to tell yourself you can't. And if you instantly tell yourself you can't, then do it. Like be open, do it, go for it. Because if you're telling yourself that you can't before you even try, you're just shutting yourself down. And so I think that's the one thing where with anything I've come, like when Kaylee first was like, Hey, do you want to do a 200 hour yoga teacher training? I was like, no, 
<laughs> and then here I am running a 200 hour yoga teacher training. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. But after I said no, I evaluated, wow, I said that no really quickly. And I said it pretty strong. What's that triggering in me? And then I just was open and I kind of journey. And so that's the thing, like with talking to animals, I'm like, I don't even know if that exists, but if it does, I want to be able to do it. I don't know if I could do it, but I really want to, if that exists. And so it's just, it's, I was talking to somebody about it today and it's part of why I chose the three songs that I did for today too, is they all just have this sense of lightheartedness as well as a bit of humor to them. Like if you haven't seen the Mumford and Sons Hopeless Wander video, go watch it. It's one of the funniest music videos. And I'm just like for them to be able to really take a crack and a joke at like who they are and that like it's just lighthearted. And when you can have a sense of humor, when you can be lighthearted, you're at your highest intuition when you're not taking things too seriously. And so I think that's where I try to be when it's coming to hurdles that I think are outside of my realm is evaluate the no, if it's a no, and then try to be open and curious and lighthearted with what's coming your way. Absolutely. In all the conversations that I've been having lately and what I've been really observing in myself and what I think I mentioned um, recently is that now that we as a collective are being challenged at a, an extreme level and my thinking on this is, you know, if I was having a bad day, which happens, and I go into the place where I'm saying the things that I really don't want to be saying to myself and doing the things I don't want to be doing, I often, I know that I have a community of people and I can just go and be, right? And just go and be. And at this moment, I, you know, as part of the, the reciprocity of uh, the community that I surround myself with, part of me is going, well, fuck, you know what? They're in the shit with me. So it feels, it's not that I, I, I won't go and reach out. It's just, it's a different experience because we're all there. It isn't a nice opportunity um, where someone who isn't at all experiencing your experiences can hold space and be present and offer light. Um, and, and, and now we're sort of like, maybe we're doing a bit of a handoff. It's like, okay, it's your turn. Okay, it's my turn. It's, okay, it's your turn. Um, and as an energy worker, and, a, and I would say definitely a light worker um, with my own definition, are, what challenges are you facing and, and how are you keeping that lifted and highest mm-hmm. vibration, that humor, that experience in your world and in with your clients, um, yeah. knowing that like, this is a really shared experience beyond just, you know, we each have a story. This is like the story. So, Yeah. Um, I think that openness right now is like really important, Um, especially when people have very contrasting views. Um, You know, when we all have our own beliefs, sometimes we hold like the reins of those beliefs really, really tight, where right now is a time to kind of like loose hand the reins, like loose hand the beliefs. And so like trying not to get triggered by other people's actions, reactions, that kind of thing, because everybody's being shaken um, at the base level, which can bring forward 
irrational thinking, irrational actions. Um, a few of the things that I've really found helpful is um, before I get out of bed in the morning, I just think about who do I want to be during this time. So like I really learned that I have an interesting relationship with uncertainty. I don't like that like every two weeks it's like, yeah, it's this, but it's like going at two week periods. <laughs> like, and just, and it's an interesting relationship, somebody else making those decisions, right? And it having an impact on you. And so in the morning when I wake up, I kind of check in with how I'm feeling. And then I'm like, okay, before I get out of bed, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be during this time? When I look back a year from now, five years from now, who do I want to be? And then how would that person handle today? How would I move through today? Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate for setting an intention for your day. Um, and so I always say it's like when you get a hug from someone because they feel obligated to hug you versus getting a hug from someone who just truly loves you, you feel that difference. And so if you set the intention that I'm going to get up today and I'm going to radiate from head to toe kindness, I'm not going to ignore what I'm going through. I'm going to feel what I'm feeling, but I'm also going to set the intention to radiate kindness. You can look at someone and they'll feel that versus just getting up and moving through your day. Right. And it doesn't mean that you then have to fake it. Like you don't have to be like, well, no, I'm not having a shitty day. I feel really great and grounded. No, honor where you are, but then allow your actions, your movements, your thoughts to come from that place of the intention, a realistic intention that you set for yourself. I feel that's been super, super helpful. Do it before you get out of bed and then get out of bed and make your bed because then you're starting your day by already accomplishing something. We all feel great when we accomplish something yeah. or check like off the box. And so like huge on like, get out of bed, make the bed, then do whatever, stay in your pajamas all day if you want to. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and then the other thing I think is just really understanding what you need when. Understanding um, if it's not the day to talk to the person who isn't having a good day. If it's maybe the day to talk to the person who you know is going to be your hug or your like just being really aware of what you need and how you can bring that to yourself or how who you can go to to help you get there knowing that then when you feel you have that hug then that allows you to be that for someone else if they're needing it um I was chatting with Kaylee yesterday and she brought up a really good point too. Understanding the type of movement or um, routine that you need. So if you're feeling anxious, fearful, ungrounded, scattered, doing a lot of higher intensity physical activity is just gonna keep you up there. It's better to do breath work to meditate, to really calm and still. However, if you're feeling lethargic, if you're feeling heavier, if you're feeling on that lack of purpose or drive, get up and do some physical activity, bring that movement in. And so I think that's the other thing too, is just having that understanding of 
what you're needing when, which is really that inward journey. Absolutely brilliant and beautiful points. And I think that um, I love doable things. So I like when things are, are easy and um, yeah. the <clears throat> setting your intention and, and that, that initial, you know, how do I want to show up today? That's, that's my, you know, what am I going to be, who am I going to be when I get out of this bed? Um, that's been a huge one for me. And it's, it's interesting, you know, the hearing a lot about uncertainty and change and shifts and how we're responding and how some of us are sort of observing all kinds of responses we didn't know we would have. And I find it's really grounding for me to recognize that our brains are responding. I mean, yes, we're responding perhaps with a out of fear, but it's, we like to feel safe. And so predictability is, is imperative and, and something that we can feel we have control over is what allows us to then feel safe enough to move into the next moment, to the next moment, to handle the next thing that, that is coming at us. And, um, and I think that idea of setting your intention of, you know, I want to radiate kindness today. And that allows your brain to do something, take control of something and be busy doing it. And then can, essentially predict, okay, so then the next moment I'm going to radiate kindness and the next moment I'm going to radiate kindness. And it gives your, your brain a sense of safety because you are taking control of, let's say this, the reins or, or just of that moment. And, and often and right now, a lot of us are doing moment to moment and minute to minute. And, um, and I think that that's extremely powerful. And when you had talked about understanding what you need that is so crucial to that level of self-awareness can come just from a quick reflection just from a uh, and you don't have to be a yogi to do a, a body scan or you don't have to be a meditation master to go do i need right now am i thirsty am i hungry do i need to sleep do i want to pet my dog do i want to go for like a walk like just asking yourself and giving yourself that opportunity to be curious which of course is is really at the core and the other thing I've noticed, the huge benefit of taking that time to be curious about ourselves and then observing our own responses, it attunes us to be more aware of other people. So we are in very close proximity to people who we maybe didn't spend 24-7 with in the past. And to be aware of our own, what do I need, allows us to turn and go, I wonder what they need in this moment, you know, and what's triggering them and how they are feeling this fear, this doubt. And, and we, you know, some of us who, who've been doing some of this work, you know, we may ask ourselves that we may even think it's our job to go and ask them that, by the way, it's probably not. Um, it's, it's, it allows us to then shift kind of the mind reading we were doing anyway, which by the way, we're not actually very good at, um, unless you're trained. Um, so <laughs> I say that to the people who are trained on the call. Um, but it gives you that pause to kind of go, oh, interesting behavior. I wonder what they need. Yeah. And then it changes what comes out of your mouth. It changes your face. It changes your energy. It, changes, it shifts. Just like you said, you know, people can sense that your intention is to radiate kindness. My intention is to be curious about what you need. Yeah. And, and, it, and then that shifts the response. Because as humans, all we do all day long is respond to, be, to behavior we think is happening. Sometimes it's not the behavior that's actually happening. It's the behavior we think is happening. So very, very powerful tools that you just shared. And the other thing too is often we're responding to things from our own emotional state. So then we're not even seeing it 
from a neutral playing field. So that's one of the things that um, I think, especially working with animals, um, is just being neutral. Like, cause if I go into an energy session and I'm looking at an animal and I'm like, oh, you poor thing, that is totally shifting the lens mm. on that session. I'm not observing that session from a neutral perspective. So then I'm not going to see that clearly. Um, and so it's the same thing as when we're trying to be mind readers. If we're trying to be mind readers in a state of fear, oh goodness, like watch out what you think you're picking up on because we're coming from an emotionally triggered too. And then we're going to feed into our environment from that state. So then that feedback is going to be coming back with an emotional response too. And so that again is that inward journey is, well, while I'm getting worked up about this, how was I when I went into it? Where are my emotions at? Brilliant. I think, um, you know, I was talking to a client last night about um, the skill of mind reading that we all believe that we have and, and often it's not, it doesn't quite go the way we think it should. And um, recognizing your emotional state and recognizing the perceptions we bring into experiences. So, you know, I'd said to her, your husband could give you a look and you think he's angry. And what, but you don't actually know is he's trying to not fart in front of you. So his face got all contorted. Like stuff can happen that is completely different than what we yeah. are feeling. And if we're going into it with fear and anger and resentment, like how did they not know that I have done blah, blah, blah. And now I'm feeling like they are walking all and blah, 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 blah. And, and holy moly. Like yeah. yesterday I had put in, uh, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, created, worked with my family to create a schedule based on our rhythms and we're working with it. Right. And I was really excited about it. I talked to everybody. I felt like, okay, I've done my due diligence. I've done the self care. I've, I've created some boundaries. I've done those things. Um, and then I had this moment, I was like doing something and then and popped this interesting bit of self-talk that said, well, you know, they're all pissed at you because you're not doing your job. You know, they're actually feeling really irritated that they have to take over where you can't pick up the slack. And then I went, oh, that's some interesting stuff right there that I'm, because if I carried that without acknowledging it or being aware of it, I would have walked up to my husband with all that anger. Like, how dare you think that? <laughs> when of course he does not even remotely. Um, and uh, it's fascinating. So to be able to step outside of our, um, of our model of the world. I often say that your belief systems and, and then the emotions that are attached to that can literally act like Teflon and nothing gets on you. Like nothing gets in, everything just slides off and you miss it. And we need to be able to sort of suspend our model of the world, get into that neutral state, even for just a moment to be able to have it open and honest communication because no significant learning occurs without a significant relationship of mutual respect James Comer, I didn't make that up, but it's so very valuable to know that I need to sort of be with you. And that means that I can't yeah. be carrying in unconscious thoughts and emotions. I mean, I can, and by all means, or if you are, happen. <laughs> and, um, but yeah. if I, if I'm, if you are, yeah, if you are emotional, just go into that conversation going, just, so you know, I'm freaking angry right now. Like I'm super angry. I'm trying to like downgrade that, but I just want you to know how I'm feeling right now. 
and then unfold that comfort. Like, just be honest with the emotion that you have. Cause like, I think sometimes it's the absolute hardest when you're trying to be neutral and you're forcing to not feel what you're feeling in that moment. Yeah. Um, and some, and especially when it's bigger situations, especially when you're navigating family, like trigger, trigger, trigger very easily sometimes in those situations. And so like, honor what you're feeling, um, but just vocalize that and be like, I just need you to know right now it's not at you. Like I'm just feeling really angry, but I need to talk about this or like I perceived something this way, but also, and I think it was great too, like always commend yourself for that inner awareness. When something pops up and you go, oh, that was harsh. Where did that (laughs) internal thought come from? Yeah. Always after that, go, oh, thanks. Like, yeah. yay. Like, picked it because, like, it's just that awareness. Okay, now I'm aware of it. Cool. How do I want to act differently? Awareness, action. Absolutely. Right? And, and that's, that, but like, sometimes, yeah. Sorry, um, we were, we oh, were pushing a little bit there, but I would say, like, that idea of positive reinforcement. So, the moms out there, you all know this. We all know this. If you want a behavior to keep happening, you have to reinforce it. From a neurological level, you're literally sort of enhancing and reinforcing that behavior. So the behavior of self-awareness, if you're not used to it, then you, when you notice it and you, you need to acknowledge it and go, yeah, you, I want more of that. And like attach some really positive emotions to the experience. Um, and I wanted to just say, so from my own personal experience recently, like you can, you can do this mid-moment. So my husband and I were having a conversation and it was about finances, which for many is sort of a touchy subject right now. And he had sort of said something and I just went bing and I out came some interesting garbage. And like halfway through, I went, oh, I'm going to stop now because I'm realizing that everything's coming out of my mouth is because I feel like I'm not pulling my weight in this partnership. And I'm so afraid that I'm not showing up properly, that I'm now taking out all of this on you because you're trying to solve the problem. So out came all that and then and then it was over, right? And and so to be able to kind of if you catch any part of it, it during before is always great, that doesn't always happen, mm-hmm. but during or post there's always a good time for that open reflection and for that acknowledgement of our emotions. And again, going back to these tools that you have shared, those simple just shifts, like little pivot points can help us to be more open and aware when it does happen. So powerful. Thank you for that. Yeah. The other thing we do around our house all the time is we cheers. Like anytime, like when we pour our coffee in the morning, we cheers, but we say something we're cheersing. So like, we have a rooster in my mudroom right now because he got into a little bit of a fight with a weasel. So he's on the mend. He's doing great though. But like we poured our coffee today and we like cheers to him and like how he's like kicking ass at like his recovery. <laughs> and like, <laughs> but I don't think we ever celebrate enough. Like I'm huge on celebration. Like, you know, we'll have a hard conversation like that. And then after we'll pour a drink, we'll do a cheers and we're like, yes, cheers to us and how we just did that. Right? Like, we're really good at being hard on ourselves, really, really, really good at that. Take some time to celebrate big, small, anything. Cheers it, high five it, like, yep. 
just like big or small. Like I learned how to French braid my hair. Like two <laughs> months ago, I was like, I have long hair. I want to learn how to French braid it. I did it. And I was like, yes. And I ran downstairs and I like high five my husband. And I was like, learned it. But like, <laughs> Big or small, take those situations because that's and like that's what we need right now is to feel good. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I made the bed today. High five. Like, feel accomplished. Like, if you and that's the thing is if you've been cheersing a lot, you get creative with what you cheers. Like, so sometimes with me, my husband will be like, "Cheers to us having the best relationship." Like, and then you're just bringing that energy into your house when I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of like cheersing and high fives, like take time to celebrate life is way too short to just be too hard on ourselves. Like we all do that well, but also like really celebrate. That is, thank you. You, that's like, you're speaking my language. Um, (laughs) It is really all the work that I do. It doesn't matter what, if anybody ever works with me, whatever program, I don't care what it is. I'm going to make you celebrate something about yourself every time. So a lot of my, my people in my group work, I'm walk around, walk around the zoom room. I'll say they walk around the room. Like, so what's the good thing? What are you celebrating this week? What did, you know, how did you learn? How did you grow? You, You know, where did you say no? Where did you say yes? What was the, like anything big or small, because the habit of self celebration is then what trains your brain to notice more things to celebrate. So we're, you know, a lot of people have a really great habit of noticing how they suck. And when you know, when you continue to reinforce that your brain goes, Oh, that's what we're looking for. I got you. And you'll do that, but it works. The brain doesn't care what program you're running. It just runs it. So uh, if I'm, Oh, you want me to focus on how we're doing great things? Super. I got you. And to be honest, sometimes it's the same things. It's just how you look at it. Right? So when you fail, when you fall down, when you make a mistake, it's the, Oh, that's great awareness. And I freaking learned a lot there and wow, that really challenged our relationship and, and now we're stronger or yeah. right. So often it's not even that you're going to notice something different. It's just going to be how you notice it and your brain will do that for you. So brilliant, brilliant self celebrations all around. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, fabulous, fabulous. So what, uh, how are you, showing up and serving your community right now obviously distance is is can be challenging and um yeah um i think the first thing like so kaylee my business partner her and i first thing we're like virtual yoga classes and i'm like oh i really hate that idea (laughs) i really don't (laughs) like the idea of being on camera (laughs) but it's amazing how quickly you can get over things um when you need to and i just was like we both were like, this is when people need yoga. People need yoga. People need to be connecting. I need to connect. Like, oh my gosh, like to just, I'm so happy I have so many animals at my house because <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't be doing that well. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we started with um, doing some virtual yoga, which has been really, really great. Um, and then just reaching out and seeing what people are needing in the community, how we can be a support. We've been running, uh, so if you follow us on Instagram, uh, Soul Set Yoga, we've been doing a contest every Monday, um, and we've been giving away $50, but the person gets to pick the small business of their choice to then get a $50 gift certificate from. Um, yeah, just with that, it also 
like it hits home the small businesses, right? And what's going on there. And so we were like, how can we, because everybody loves a giveaway, like win. Um, and then to support the small businesses where people are able to pick, because she lives in Collingwood, um, a small business in the Midland area or the Collingwood area. And then um, they've been really great where we just call, can do like an e-transfer or put on the credit card. And then that person has the gift certificate. Um, yeah, so there's a lot that we've been on there. We created like a seven page, um, PDF form of like your journey to calm. And it just has some breath work. Um, it explains like using mantras in the power of mantras right now. It has some yoga poses and then it also has like a self-reflection sheet. And then it has two, um, kind of, it has a day schedule and a week schedule. And so that's um, available if you just sign up for our email list, you get sent the PDF. Um, but just, come, it gives me something to do too, right? Just pumping out the things of like, what can we give people to help them navigate this time? I'm gonna be starting today more so from an energy perspective, but I'm gonna start doing a series of energy sessions that will be available on YouTube. Um, and each one will be it's going to be linked in with the Chinese five elements, um, but each of the elements has a corresponding um, emotion that goes with it. And so um, I'll explain a little bit in those videos how um, energy healing works from a distance, but it will be able to, people can watch that and just help with emotional balancing, getting a little more in sync with like the vibration and the rhythm of nature. Um, and really using that because that's another great thing to help us get grounded, sink our vibration, like go outside and just stick your hands into the earth, like hold the ground, breathe at the ground. Um, the earth has its own natural rhythm with spring coming right now. Like the earth just has this really vibrant, wonderful energy with it um, that can be really, really powerful and engaging for us right now. So just trying, trying to put out whatever I can to just <laughs> help people um, feel better right now, navigate this train and in return, it helps me too. Yeah. Brilliant. So as a, um, and I'm going to share all of that, by the way. So if you're well, thank down, you. trying to figure that out, I, I will um, get that all uh, in the email. So um, everybody can get all the things because whatever, sometimes it's, you don't know what you need. And even you may not need it all now, but it's nice to have access, right? It's nice to be able to like, right, I'm just going to do that thing. And um, everything happens as soon as it can. And I found for me in my journey with energy work and yoga and meditation, I mean, I knew, I knew all these things. Logically, I could spout them all off for you. It didn't matter. But be able to incorporate um, what I needed, it needed to sort of have this like sort of electric moment where my need and then the resources sort of came at the exact right time for me to be able to go, oh, right. So very similar to your neighbor literally mean like, hey, I have this thing that may be a, like, you may find it beneficial. Your need and the resources came together at, right at that moment where you were open and go, yes, sure, yeah. random person, let's do this, right? 
Um, <laughs> so I am all about gathering the resources from all of my guests to be able to make them available because you just don't know when you'll need it, probably till you need it. So that I will do. I am, my mission is to connect with women sort of at that space where they are like, yeah, okay, there's got to be something better than this. Like this, this can't be the thing, right? I'm, I, I, I know, I see other people doing it and freaking I'm, I'm kind of angry just because I don't know how to get from here to there because I'm so inundated by all of this, all the things, all the to-dos, all the shoulds. So as someone who has had some experience with some shoulding, um, what would you say to a woman who is at that space where she, she needs to sort of surrender and trust and, mm -hmm. and, and, and be able to say yes to the neighbor who's offering a class? So what, yeah. what, what guiding piece would you share? That's a really good question. Um... I think like one of the big things I would say is um, I think we all, and this is just me speaking from my experiences, we all get overwhelmed by thinking there's this grandiose purpose thing we need to achieve or accomplish. And it seems like it's in the distance and we're like striving to get there and we're striving to like uncover this whole grand scheme. Um, but that purpose, that connection brings fuel. Um, and I feel if you can look at in the day, today, what is your purpose? Why are you needed? Why are you important? Why do you matter today? And if you can feel that every day, if you can wake up and on the smallest levels, recognize moment to moment why you are important, why in that moment you have purpose and why you are needed, then that bigger thing or what you need to do will unfold. But you need to start believing in yourself today. Because if you believe in yourself or you can just even go to that, okay, I'm going to be open that I think I can do this. Like if you can just even kind of go there, just kind of budge that like self-denial if you can start that journey of just seeing in the moment why i matter why i need to be here what my purpose is today you're resonating you're vibrating at that level that then what you're meant to do that bigger thing it's just gonna come your way because it's the law of attraction and so if you can feel it now if you can start to unfold that day to day and live like every day has purpose. Every day you have a meeting, every single day you matter. Then it's like all of the grunt work kind of gets removed. Like, yeah, there's still going to be accountability. There's still going to be action. You have the realization and then the action that's the yang takes us forward. Realize action, realize action. Otherwise, if you just keep realizing without action, you get stuck in a circle or if you're always taking action, but you're not having the realization you're stuck in a circle. And so it's continuing to step forward, but believing in yourself while you do it. And then you're that vibrations there. And so the universe is like, yes. And then like Dion, you talked perfectly around like 
the um the neurological side of that, right? Like connecting those neural pathways. If you wake up with intention, feeling that you're purposeful and that this day you have a reason for being here, you can do it. That shifts how your mind works and it shifts what you focus on. So instead, maybe that opportunity has always been there and you couldn't see it because your mindset was looking over here, but now we've evolved the mindset and you're looking over here and oh, look, that directly lined you up with where you were meant to go. So awesome. <laughs> so I, I just, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I feel, again, just uh, Lindsay, <laughs> right? And you know, this idea of, you know, hot mess to awesomeness, for so many of us who are just go, go, go and do, 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 and and internally we're like feeling really there's that overwhelm there's that scattered and a lot of women right now are still putting on that 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 thing that piece that you know i have to maintain i have to keep my shit together because my family needs it i have to keep this together i have to keep this going because my kids need to see this my my all those things right these stories that we tell and and i'm not suggesting anybody falls apart but i think it's important that even if you you know, you know that outwardly you're still doing the thing. It's about that level of honesty to, you know, what do I need? And coming back to that, what do I need? And, and, and how do I want to show up? Not just for the people, because it's not about putting on the mask and being like Uber mom or like crazy domestica or whatever. Um, it's, it's really about how you want to show up for you as you. I think that for me, this idea that we get so very caught up in our roles that we lose sight of like the, the, the mm -hmm. real thing, which is us, you know? So now I'm, I'm on this sort of mission to be like me first and not in a, at the sacrifice of others, but that I and my identity and my worth and my value and my, my awesomeness is attached to Dion who does these mom things and these things and these things and these things, right? So that for me is the awesomeness. Just being able to be like, sometimes it's a, it's a little bit out there, crazy, I make mistakes, I fall down, and my awesomeness is because I still honor me in that moment. And that is what I want for everybody, you know, just to be able to feel like, like you said, you wake up and I matter, you know, I have a purpose. And brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for being yeah. here and for sharing. I think it's too, like when you say, um, I'm going to put myself first and I know you get this at this level. It doesn't mean you're putting anybody else last does not. And I think that's like uh, the best example of that is like when it comes to love, if someone new comes into your life, you don't then love someone else any less. Like you just don't, that's not how it works. And so feeling the same way when it comes to honoring yourself, going inward, like, taking time for you yeah. like it's it's we all go there where it's like oh well if I do this for me then like everyone else gets bumped back where like I try to look at it as in that love no like I don't love anybody less when someone new comes into my life that I love love is like infinite it's yeah. all around it's all there and to even a really great that. oh go ahead no you go ahead 
<laughs> I'm just going to say another really good link I was thinking of that I'm going to send to you. A lot of great places have some great like free programs right now. I'm a huge subscriber to um, the HeartMath Institute. Cool. Um, and so they're all about finding cohere a coherent state between your heart and your mind. So your heart sends more neurological messages to your mind than your mind does to your heart. Um, they have a free 90-minute training that explains how the heart and the mind work and then practices you can do to get into a coherent state in your heart to then help calm your mind. Um, so I'll forward you that link as well because I think that would be super awesome for people. Everybody needs to be doing that right now. Absolutely. What I was just going to say is this idea that in, in line with, you know, love does not get depleted the more that you put out. Um, it actually has a expansive nature. Like it, my math mind goes, it, it's logarithmic, right? Like you go like this, you know, it isn't just two plus two is four. It's two plus two is 956. And so the more that you feel aligned and that you give to yourself, the more you actually have to give to others. And then the more that you receive and then back and forth and that reciprocity is sort of expanded upon. Brilliant. And if you love yourself, like if you're connecting, like even if it's not with you, if you're connecting to someone that you love and you're thinking about them and you're just in that like ooey gooey, I love them so much stage, try to feel fear at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's hard to feel fear or ungrounded when you're thinking about how much you love someone and devoting time towards that. And so the same thing, if you can go inward and like connect that love inward, it's very hard to have that um, same vibrations of these different emotions of like deep sadness, fear, ungroundedness, when you're focusing on love. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you everybody for joining me today. Um, Thank you. And I am really looking forward to sharing this with the world once I get all of the podcast tech uh, figured out. Um, fortunately, I'm married to the, a man who knows these things. So, um, so that's very exciting. Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and um, and I'm, I'm going very much with the done is better than perfect sort of analogy so that I can, you know, we can, we can get this out for everybody to... Um, to experience. So thank you. <sighs> Beautiful. All right, ladies. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Leanne. Have a wonderful day. And, uh, and we'll talk real soon. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness. <laughs>